0: Shalom, greetings, peace be upon you, and welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Today, we are resuming our study in the Book of Kings, and we're ready for 1 Kings chapter 2 this morning. Now, chapter 2 deals with the death of David and his final charge to Solomon. Now, his final charge to Solomon... Uh, Number one, he gives them some wisdom on what it means to be a real man. Number two, he gives Solomon a list of enemies of the throne that Solomon needs to quickly deal with uh, right out of the gate. Um, Enemies of his, uh, enemies of the Davidic throne. Solomon, you're going to have to... Eliminate uh, these people right away or they're going to pose a threat to the kingdom. And so that is kind of what uh, chapter 2 deals with. And so last week Solomon was kind of anointed at king. This week we have the death of David. Final charge to Solomon. Uh, Solomon eliminates a few people from the throne. Or a few enemies of the throne. And... Uh, That's kind of how the chapter plays out for this morning. Solomon taking power. Um, He also eliminates uh, the brother who had tried to usurp the kingdom um, from underneath him. Uh, You know, and then we had the whole story where Nathan and Bathsheba go in and they ask David, don't you know this is going on? And uh, hopefully you guys remember all that from last week. So, with uh, that backdrop in place, uh, let's have a look. Second Kings, we're going to read from the King James Bible. Let's begin. Verse one. Now the days of David drew nigh that he should die. And he charged Solomon his son, saying, I go the way of all the earth, Be thou strong, therefore, and show thyself a man. And keep the charge of the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes, and his commandments, and his judgments, and his testimonies, as it is written in the law of Moses, that thou mayest prosper in all that thou doest, and whithersoever thou turnest thyself, that the Lord may continue his word which he spake concerning me, saying, If thy children take heed to their way, to walk before me in truth, with all their heart and with all their soul, there shall not fail thee, said he, a man on the throne of Israel. So please note, the first charge is, here's how you be a man. Show thyself a man and do this thing, which is to keep the charges of the Lord to walk in his ways and to keep his testimonies and his commandments and if you do this you're going to prosper in all your ways furthermore the Lord promised that if you walk in obedience and in truth and obey him and follow him with all your heart there will not fail to be a man on the throne of Israel so That's the first thing David's trying to get through to Solomon. Like, this whole thing starts with your relationship with God and your obedience to God. This is what it's like to be a real man. Then he gives him his charge. Verse 5 Moreover, thou knowest also what Joab the son of Zariah did to me, and what he did to the two captains of the host of Israel, unto Abner the son of Ner. And unto Amasa the son of Jether, whom he slew, and shed the blood of war and peace, and put the blood of war upon his girdle, that was about his loins, and his shoes that were on his feet. Do therefore according to thy wisdom, and let not this hour let not his hour head go down to the grave in peace. But show kindness unto the sons of Barzilea, the Giladite. And let them be of those that eat at thy table. For so they came to me when I had fled because of Absalom, thy brother. And behold, thou hast with thee Shimi, the son of Gerah, a Benjamite of Yahurim, which cursed me with a grievous curse in the day when I went to Mahanim. But he came down to meet me in the Jordan, and I swore to him by the Lord, saying, I will not put thee to death with the sword." Now therefore hold him not guiltless, for there for thou art a wise man and knowest what thou oughtest to do unto him. But is our head bring thou down to the grave with blood. So please note. He gives a few instructions. One is to deal with Joab the son of Zeriah. and the other is to deal with this guy named Shimi, and he says you need to deal with him. I didn't deal with him because I had made a promise that I wouldn't kill him, uh but you need to do that so what was what was that story or shimmy he cursed David. It was found in second Samuel chapter sixteen, and it says, And when David came to Behurim, behold, thence came out a man of the family of the house of Saul, so he's a he's from the household of Saul, that's number one whose name was Shimei, the son of Gera. And he came forth, and he cursed still as he came. And he cast stones at David, and all the servants of King David, and all the people of the mighty men were on his right hand and on his left. And thus said Shimei when he cursed, Come out, come out, thou bloody man, thou man of Belial. The Lord hath returned upon thee all the blood of the house of Saul, In whose stead thou hast reigned, and the Lord hath delivered the kingdom into the hand of Absalom thy son. And behold, thou art taken in mischief because thou art a bloody man. Alright, so this is happening during that time when Absalom is chasing, has basically stolen Israel. And you remember the whole thing? He set up a tent in the middle of the town square. And had relations with all of David's concubines. And he's he's trying to kill David and usurp everything. This guy from the house of Saul comes out and he starts making curses at David. Calling him a bloody man, calling him the man of Belial. And so, but then if you go to chapter 19. So that was chapter 16 of 2 Samuel. If you go to chapter 19. It says, And Shimi the son of Gerah, a of Benjamite, was of Behurim, hastened and came down to the men of Judah to meet King David. So when he realizes King David's taking the throne back, now Shimi's coming to kind of suck up, right? And there were a thousand men of Benjamin with him, and Ziba, the servant of the house of Saul, and fifteen sons of his twenty servants with him. And they went over the Jordan before the king. And there went over a ferry boat to carry over the king's household and to do what he thought was good. And Shimei, the son of Gera, fell down before the king as he was come over the Jordan. He said to the king, Let not my lord impute iniquity unto me. Neither do thou remember that which thy servant did perversely the day that my lord the king went out of Jerusalem. And so he asked basically David for mercy, which David grants to him in uh, that in that moment if you look at verse 23 therefore the king said unto shimmy thou shalt not die and the king swear unto him but david is obviously concerned that hey now that i'm gone this guy can't be trusted and he showed that he can't be trusted based on what he did uh you know when i was king therefore solomon you need to deal with this threat so that's kind of the backdrop in case you had forgotten. it's hard to remember all of that history. Let's get back to our text in Second Kings chapter 2, verse 10. So David slept with his fathers and was buried in the city of David. And the days that David reigned over Israel were 40 years, seven years reigned he in Hebron, and 33 years reigned he in Jerusalem. Then sat Solomon upon the throne. Of David, his father, and his kingdom was established greatly. And Adonijah, the son of Haggith, came to Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon, and she said, Comest thou peaceably? And he said, Peaceably. Please note, if you remember just last week from chapter 1, Adonijah is the one who was trying to steal the kingdom before David died, like steal it out from underneath Solomon. So now he's come to Besheba with a request. Verse 14. He said, Moreover, I have somewhat to say unto thee. And she said, Say on. And he said, Thou knowest that the kingdom was mine, and that all of Israel set their faces on me, that I should reign? Howbeit the kingdom is turned about, and has become my brothers, for it was his from the Lord. So, please note. Adonijah's like, you, you know the kingdom was like in my hands. But now it's back to my brother Solomon, as it should have been, because that's what the Lord proclaims. So Adonijah acknowledges that it was God's will that Solomon would be on the throne, but he didn't care. He was trying to steal it for himself anyway. Verse 16. And now I ask one petition of thee, deny me not. And she said unto him, Say on. And he said, Speak, I pray thee, unto Solomon the king, for he will not say thee nay, that he give me Abishag the Shumanite to wife. And Bathsheba said, Well, I will speak for thee unto the king. Bathsheba therefore went unto king Solomon to speak unto him for Adonijah. And the king rose up to meet her and bowed himself unto her and sat down on his throne and caused a seat to be set for the king's mother. And she sat on his right hand. Then she said, I desire one small petition of thee, I pray thee, say me not nay. And the king said unto her, Ask on, my mother, for I will not say nay. And she said, Let Abishag, the Shumanite, be given to Adonijah, thy brother, to wife. And King Solomon answered and said unto his mother, And why dost thou ask Abishag, the Shumanite, for Adonijah? Ask for him the kingdom also, for he is my elder brother, even for him, and for Abithar the priest, and for Joab the son of Zeruiah. Then King Solomon sware by the Lord, saying, God do so to me, and more also, if Adonijah have not spoken this word against his own life. Now therefore, as the Lord liveth which hath established me, and set me on the throne of David my father, and who hath made me a house, as he promised, Adonijah shall be put to death this day. And King Solomon sent by the hand of Benaiah the son of Jehida, and fell upon him that he died. And unto the Bithar, the priest and king, get thee Adnatha unto thy own fields, for thou art worthy of death, but I will not at this time put thee to death, because thou bearest the ark of the Lord God before David my father, and because thou hast been afflicted in all wherein my father was afflicted. So Solomon thrust out a Bithar, from being priest unto the Lord, that he might fulfill the word of the Lord, which he spake concerning the house of Eli and Shiloh. Now, if you remember, or if I'm remembering correctly, Abithar was the priest that was kind of going along with Adonijah in that whole situation. So he's got to, he can't be put to death because Solomon views him as someone who's done some things for the Lord. He helped carry the ark, things of that nature. But he, he can't be the priest anymore. Verse 28, Then tidings came to Joab, for Joab had turned after Adonijah, though he had turned not after Absalom. And Joab fled into the tabernacle of the Lord, and caught hold of the horns of the altar. And it was told King Solomon that Joab was fled into the tabernacle of the Lord, and behold, he is by the altar. Then Solomon sent Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, saying, Go fall upon him. And Beniah came to the tabernacle of the Lord, and he said unto him, Thus saith the king, Come forth. And he said, Nay, but I will die here. And Benaiah brought the king word again, saying, Thus said Joab, and thus he answered me. And the king said unto him, Do as he hath said, and fall upon him, and bury him, that thou mayest take away the innocent blood which Joab shed from me and from the house of my father. And the Lord shall return his blood upon his own head, who fell upon two men more righteous and better than he. And he slew them with the sword. My father David, not knowing thereof, to wit, Abner the son of Net, captain of the host of Israel, and Amasa the son of Jether, captain of the host of Judah. Their blood shall therefore return upon their head of Joab, and upon the head of his seed forever. But upon David, and upon his seed, and upon his house, and upon his throne shall there be peace for ever from the LORD. So Benaiah the son of Jehoiada went up and fell upon him, and slew him, and he was buried in his own house in the wilderness. And the king put Benaiah the son of Jehoiada in his room over the host of Zodok, and the priest did the king put in the room of Abithar. And the king sent and he called for Shimi. And he said unto him, Build thee a house in Jerusalem, and dwell there, and go not forth since any All Alright, please note, we talked about Shimei, right? He's the one that cursed David and called him the son of Belial. Even Solomon's trying to extend some mercy to this guy, right? Because he begged for mercy from David, and so David complied and allowed him to live. Now, Solomon's giving shimmy strict orders here. Like, all right, you can stay alive, but here's the deal. You need to build a house in Jerusalem and dwell there and never leave Jerusalem. That's what he's saying. Verse 37. For it shall be that on the day that thou goest out and present over the brook of Kidron, thou shalt know for certain that thou shalt surely die. Thy blood shall be upon thy own head. So he's saying, if you leave, then we're just going to assume we can't trust you, and you're going to die. That's the deal. Verse 38. And Shimei said unto the king, The saying is good, as my lord to the king saith, so will thy servant do. And Shimei dwelt in Jerusalem many days. And it came to pass at the end of three years that two of the servants of Shimei ran away unto unto Ichish, son of Ma'aka king of Gath and he told Shimei saying behold thy servants be in Gath and Shimei arose and he saddled his ass and he went to Gath to Akish to seek his servants and Shimmi went and brought his servants from Gath so we have an issue Shimei's servants go across the way go to Gath and instead of staying where he's supposed to stay what does he do he saddles up and he goes to get his servants and bring them back which he does Verse 41, And it was told Solomon that Shimei had gone from Jerusalem to Gath and was come again. And the king sent, and he called for Shimei, and he said unto him, Did I not make thee swear by the Lord? And protested unto thee, saying, No, for a certain, on the day that thou goest out and walkest abroad any whither that thou shalt surely die. And thou saidest unto me, The word that I have spoken here that you have heard is good. Why then hast thou not kept the oath of the Lord, and the commandment which I have charged thee with? And the king said moreover to Shimei, Thou knowest all the wickedness which thy heart is privy to, that thou did to David my father. Therefore the Lord shall return thy wickedness upon thy own head. And King Solomon shall be blessed, and the throne of David shall be established forever, before the Lord forever. So the king commanded Benaiah the son of Jehoiada which went out and fell upon him that he died and the kingdom was established in the hand of Solomon so that is chapter 2 out of 1 kings it's just a story of Solomon when he first takes over the throne he's got to start by eliminating all the enemies of the throne uh, which was pretty standard you know anytime a new king this is why when a new king would Uh, take position you'd see people really freaking out Uh, you know those who were political enemies of whichever side ended up winning uh, knew that they were going to be killed right because you can't start your kingdom with a bunch of people trying to stir up trouble or a bunch of threats and that's just how it is and that's just how it was and so Solomon even tried to extend an olive branch if you will to shimmy within three years shimmy broke the covenant that he had made and ended up dying anyway. and that is the story. Uh, remember this is history and it may seem you know well, the truth is is most people are bored by this stuff. oh let's read about the history of Israel, but you can't really understand everything you need to understand. you know we're supposed to grow in the knowledge of Christ. That is one of our main goals. Share the gospel walking in god's ways grow in wisdom and understanding about jesus and keep your eyes open and stay awake and be ready for his return that's really the that's really what you're supposed to be doing with your life well you can't grow in the wisdom and understanding of jesus without understanding the davidic kingdom and how it all came about in the history of israel you have to understand these things to understand the perspective of the Jews that we're dealing with in the New Testament. And why their view of what the coming kingdom was supposed to look like in their eyes and in their minds. Why they were so confused that Jesus came as a suffering servant and not as like king. right? Well to get a full picture of that you really have to understand the history of Israel. And so these things are important. But they're only important to those who hunger for the to, uh, for those who actually hunger to grow in the knowledge and wisdom of our savior most people don't have that hunger but if you're taking the time to listen to this podcast this morning then you do and I pray that you would be blessed as a result of that thank you for listening thank you for praying for me and and uh, this work and uh, thank you to those of you who supported him to make it possible. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.